I V M. This is a special edition of Pesa Vesa. On this episode, we have Uma Shashikant, founder of CIEL, a learning solutions company focused on building competencies for the investments and financial sector. This is the second part of a three-part conversation. Make sure you check out the first part on how Uma founded CIEL and her advice to anyone starting to learn about personal finance and investments. Folks, welcome back to Pesa Pesa and the second of our three-part series on investment education with Uma Shashikan, founder and chairperson of CL, which is the Center for Investment Education and Learning. In the first episode, we spoke about Uma's journey to founding CL and how our education system lacks a certain training in money and personal finance, and also some concepts that you should learn if you are going to start uh, learning about money. In this episode, we are going to talk about big money decisions. Uma, welcome back to the show. Through our life. we take such big decisions related to money you know i think the biggest one of them for example is buying the house i remember for me the day that i tried my job my mom was like buy your own house buy your own house buy your own house <laughs> what are your thoughts around this you know these really very big but also very emotional decisions that tend to muddle with the way that we think rationally you know uh, and you know when it comes to getting married settling down whatever it is so how should we think about these big money decisions see there is no denying that everyone aspires to own the house they live in mm-hmm. so having your own place mm-hmm. is one of those basic insurance that is to say if some if everything goes wrong mm. then i don't i won't be on the streets i would uh, have a place to live in from where i can start over sure so people view a house like that there is right. a lot of emotion attached to it right but in the context of the question you are asking about right. a young person right. my advice would be don't buy a house folks get that right please okay <laughs> because young person don't buy a house don't buy a house okay. because early stages of your career you are right. still figuring out right you see you're not even sure whether you're in the right profession mm-hmm. you're not even sure whether you're doing well in yes. what you thought you were good at yes. you have no idea of whether that particular profession has a steady income mm-hmm. whether you have to study more whether mm-hmm. you require more you have to you have to also compare yourself with your peers are you right. are you are you there in a place where right. you have a growing income stream for yes. the next 30 years hmm. that's really your core concern right if you bought yourself a house hmm. you're going to compromise that decision severely right Okay. Every time you think about your career, hmm. where you will work, hmm. it's going to be decided. It is going to be decided by the fact that you have an EMI to pay. A nice big fat liability. Yes, and you can't. For example, if you're if you're planning to uh, do a course, right, and you have to pay a fee, right, you can't sell one bathroom and a kitchen to fund that education, right. It is a large chunky asset, right, which you should typically acquire once you have reached a certain stability of income, right. Let me put that in uh, some numbers for you guys. Okay, so let's say that you want to buy a house worth a crore in India. You have to pay twenty percent down. So first of all, you need to have twenty lakhs to pay as a down payment, and then you need, you'll be taking a loan of eighty lakhs, which I think at current rates uh, the EMI would work out to be eighty thousand per month, roughly. Maybe it'll be seventy-five thousand right now. So what Uma is trying to say is that when you're going to take a decision on buying the house, you need to be sure that you can fund this decision. Ideally, 
if i've got you right it is when you're very sure of your career for the next 5 or 10 or 15 years and you know that you might you know you should reasonably be doing well increments will come in bonus will come in and you might even be able to you know prepay your loan but if you're not sure about that what do you say Omar? yeah because see you don't even know whether that's the city you're living in ah that's one you know, more factor I, yeah, yeah i know of so many young software engineers in bangalore for right. example right. who have been forced by their parents to buy a house because right. they have good jobs right who have then uh, been posted to the us ah now they they don't know what to do with this house right it's a wasteful asset you see right. yeah so i think buying a house which you are going to live in is a mm. good decision mm. but don't take it too early rent when you are early keep right. yourself the flexibility to build right. your career right. focus on your career focus on making yourself you're the bigger asset right <laughs> the human asset is a bigger asset than the house you see valuable advice folks you're the bigger asset not the house yes so first spend the first 10 years on yourself mm-hmm. you know have i maximized my income earning capability right and then think of the house we always have a thing house value never goes down well i think that's changing now i think in the last 5 years and your own personal value will go down you'll find yourself <laughs> being you know an yeah. undergraduate with the nice specialization that doesn't matter anymore <laughs> in a job market that's unkind yeah i know there's a recurring theme uh, that i read uh, in your columns okay it's about how you keep your lifestyle expenses under control how does one manage that you know we live in an era of consumption we are just talking outside with amit about the new iphone 10 cost about a lakh and then you know stuff like that wait so how how do you achieve this what i would say is a really rare balance being i had bishal khandelwal with me who was talking about frugality and i think that's such a fantastic notion we just say that if your income keeps on increasing it doesn't mean your expense needs to keep on increasing your savings probably should but if you keep that you know how does one achieve that balance vishal is right because um, one of the things we call that as lifestyle creep right. you know what happens is that as incomes go up mm-hmm. we broadly have two kinds of expenses right. you know one is your mandatory expense like mm-hmm. your rent Hmm. You know the basic stuff food grocery bills yeah. your telephone bills these are things that you have to pay right so these are your mandatory expenses hmm. and the the other set of expenses your eating out and everything else yes. is discretionary yes, you know you may is. or may not incur it right now if you keep increasing your discretionary expenses hmm. then they slowly will become mandatory नहीं छुट्टी लेना ही लेना है हफ्ते में एक बार यू नो वंस अ वीक आई हैव टू ईट आउटसाइड फॉरेन वेकेशन मींस फॉरेन वेकेशन हां देन देन यू हैव यू विल सफर अ लाइफस्टाइल क्रीप वेयर यू माइट नॉट बी एबल टू सेव सी आई एम नॉट आई एम नॉट काइंड ऑफ वांटिंग टू जज बाय सेइंग दैट ऑल कंजम्पशन इज रॉन्ग और ऑल सेविंग इज गुड आई डोंट वांट टू काइंड ऑफ जनरलाइज बट द पॉइंट रियली इज दिस दैट यू नीड टू बी श्योर Hmm. that the lifestyle choices you make hmm. are with the context of the income that you are earning right never live beyond your means yes it's it should be in that context right. rather than uh, it's good to dream and all of that <laughs> but enhance the income right right you're not right. going to live a great life by spending more right. you're going to live a great life by earning more right i folks let me put that in perspective for you okay say you're earning um, 1 lakh a month okay and you're buying a phone that's worth say, i don't know 50000 okay so that's half of your salary gone on a phone next year that same phone has gone up to 1 lakh your income the same phone's value has gone up what do you do the advice is to not go for that more expensive phone that's a discretionary thing the minute you start walking on the treadmill at a certain pace believe me it's very difficult to slow down absolutely you need to keep your lifestyle expenses within control uh, so uma i I I want to wrap this episode with a very specific topic okay personal finance for women 
Okay, you are in fact the first lady guest that I have had on which I am so thrilled lovely. about that fact. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> okay. Um, tell me a few extra <laughs> things that women need to pay attention for their own finances. Okay, because and here I speak of women at any stage of life. Okay, I am not just talking about someone who's who has just started her career. Talking about someone who's say even separated and suddenly finds herself at a very very difficult stage of her life, and I am sure that this the entire personal financing for women is fundamentally different. Talk to me about that. own finances is the operative word okay right <laughs> you know many times uh, the way uh, culturally i think the way women think is they they accommodate everyone in the household mm. you know uh, women culturally do not kind of keep things separately for themselves there mm-hmm. i know of several women mm. who will use their salary for running the household mm. uh, while the husband's income is used for uh saving and all of that okay and i know of a sad case of such a woman having to uh, end, uh having to have a divorce okay. and ending up with nothing oh god so uh so the thing is having your own money right i'm not saying that you live a life suspecting the quality of your relationship obviously yeah, yeah. but i'm saying that it's important for a woman to hmm. be able to build her corpus okay you know have money that you can fall back on sure. because you have to make these decisions right. for example taking a decision for a career break after you've had a child right right see right. in a woman's life having a child is a very important break on your career yes it is see the girls go to the same school they do much better than the boys as is they go to the colleges yeah. yes they proven go to colleges yeah, they yeah. F- compete equally with the boys yes. they get into the workforce yes they have a child right uh, and that is that yeah it is you know so yeah. several careers come to a break at that time hmm. and many of these young mothers will want to come back yes so i'm saying that it's important that you are able to build a corpus for yourself in the early years of your career right so you're able to take a break and come back okay you're able to educate yourself later so that's something having your own finances sure building your own corpus sure and uh, managing the family finance in such a way we always say you know his hers and ours right 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 you know where yes. you contribute a part of your income yes. he contributes a part of his income mm-hmm. and that common pool is used for the family okay so you're able to use keep aside some of your earnings hmm. for your own uh, expenses or your own uh, plans for the future okay and uh, and obviously women um, uh, are naturally good at finance yes so they must kind of get more involved in okay uh, finance and investing decisions that's, that's something which i always say I'm yeah sure folks that's a wrap on the second of our three part series on paisa paisa with uma shashi kand of seal stay tuned for the final episode where we talk about financial security and making your money work really hard for you thank you for listening if you have any money related questions you can tweet to us at ivm podcasts or email us at paisavesa@indusfox.com no material on the show should be considered as financial advice the material on the show is for informational purposes only please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision